stopping what can't be stopped. No killing what can't be There's something out there waiting for us. You can run, but you can't hide from the west side night stalker. Shit talker running, tell them, Mr. LM, nigga with the gat, and I'm back off the everyday prey that I slay. Rolling with a full chase, through South Central. Muggy Ridge, ho, shit, know that. She'll get the boat sack, cause I'm not starving, but fuck. Johnny Carson, ho, never had me on a late night show. Coming with the shit that'll hit steady, mama, cause the flavor's good. There goes the neighborhood nigga with the third album. How come he don't fall off? Pulling with the sword off gauge. Turn the page of the chapter. Caught up in a rapture. But you know Anita, she can get the Peter. Eat him up, young man, your Ford motherfucker. Billboard and the editor. Ooh-wee, thank you, Ice Cube. Maybe the first time we've ever opened with a rap. Probably, yeah. It was the. I actually last week I did want to start with Curtis Blow's basketball, but we went with the. <laughs> the this the, is awesome. T- yeah, shit. yeah. The chant at that we didn't have a name for that shoot fight ring. Yeah. By the way, um, if you really want to listen to real gangster rap, fuck NWA. Get the Ghetto Boys self-titled album. It's way more vicious than that pussy-ass NWA shit. Is that so? Yes. Murray is a man of the streets. He is the hip-hop aficionado. I wouldn't say aficionado, but I know old school. Of course, uh, as soon as Eminem hit it big in 8 Mile, it's like... I wrote a couple of Eminem's raps for him. I wrote... A few bars. I wrote... What's the one that won the Oscar? Lose Yourself? Yeah, well, I wrote that one. Yeah, you lost yourself while writing that. I remember Well, yeah, I was just like... It was it was like a throwaway for me. I was like, this is shit. Here, yeah, M, you can. I, I call him M. It was M. You can have it. It was your Fahrenheit four fifty one. You wrote it in the bar, real or your uh, Stanley Kubrick's. Not Stanley Kubrick didn't write that one. <laughs> Clockwork Orange. It's your Clockwork Orange. He wrote that in a day for money because he was poor, and it ended up being his biggest book. So all it the sounds, books. Yeah, I I, know, I, then under, I understand that because I don't really care for Clockwork Orange, but yeah, 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 it's like all your fucking shit that you slave over. You put all your interest. I know, yes, I know exactly what that that feeling exactly. is because I slave over amazing tweets to get nothing. I throw garbage out, and people are like sucking my dick. You've got these beautiful metaphors you work in there. You got these hooks that just could could pull up the largest marlin. I'm impressing in the ocean. myself as I'm writing them, and I'm the only one impressed. You send them to me sometimes. I'm like, this is gold. Let me guess, one. person Person was, yeah. has reacted to it. Yeah. It's lowest common denominator. It is. Everybody out there is a fucking guppy just looking for those fresh fish flakes. Right. Not you guys, of course. No, of course not. You are sweet. Well, babies. you guys do need to give me more love on Twitter. But speaking <laughs> of love, I, I before we I forget, I want to give a shout out to our boy Matt Sosi because he doesn't get enough love from us because he's a huge cheerleader for us on Twitter. I'm talking about people who don't do shit for us. This guy does shit for us on Twitter. And he's, he lives in Indiana, but he's a Michigan guy. He gets yeah. it. Yeah. He's, again, he had to go through the rap test, too, I'm sure. Because yeah. oh. as soon as Eminem hit it big, we all had to start taking rap tests on a yearly basis. We have to be rapping people. Right. So I just want to give a shout-out to him because he's got a radio show in Indiana, and he's actually mentioned us a couple times on his show. So wow. I, we appreciate it. We That's incredible. Thank you. you. Know, and you should check out his episode on the Ted Nugent Miami Vice that we did a few months ago. That was such... Oh, my God. Fucking Ted Nugent. That was a good... That was good. Almost as good as this episode we're going to do today on Predator 2. Predator 2! Hey, where's Predator 1? We haven't gotten to that yet. You know how we do shit on this show. I feel like... 
Well, okay. Alien to aliens, aliens, I think, was a pretty good transition. Did it get hokey, too hokey with Alien to Aliens, do you think? No. Okay. Alien to Aliens was great. Yeah. After that was awful. Right. What about Predator to Predator 2? Because they are two very different movies. That's what I liked about it. Mm-hmm. I liked the fact that they went a totally. They went to the concrete jungle. Yeah. I liked they went to a city. That was that's a total like. Because why remake fucking Predator? Which is all they do now. Like I think there was a movie called Predators that came yeah. out. I think I I think I saw it. I don't yeah, and it was like in the it. jungles. It was the yeah. same thing, but two. Well, no, I think it was. Well, then there was a reboot of the Predator, which I never saw. That came out like five years ago. But there was Jason one... Statham as Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, I'll see. <laughs> well, um, no, this one was like they took like the biggest scumbags. Jason Statham might have been in that one. I don't remember. They took the biggest scumbag like killers of like Earth and like dropped. I think they dropped them on an alien planet. Oh, they and were... it, it had Adrian Brody was the star of. Oh, okay. I remember that. And like somebody, like one guy was a serial killer because everyone thought he was just some nerd. Like, why is he with us? Because there's like I think Dane Trejo was in it, you know. And there's guys like face tattoos and shit. Like, what's this guy here? And then of course he's like a Jeffrey Dahmer guy. Like, well, we don't know that, right? Know? Right. Yeah. And of course it's Steve Buscemi, and he meets a child. No, it was uh, it was it was close. It was the guy from that '70s show, the nerdy guy. Oh, not the Topher, rapist Topher, or Topher yeah, Grace. yeah, not the rapist with the chops. Danny or Ashton Kutcher. God, I watched too much 70s show when I, I lived it, so I never saw that 70s show. I never, yeah. I never yeah. You know, back in the day when we were a slave to whatever the TV, you know, played for us, it was like when I got home from school, 70s show would be on, and I'd watch it. It was funny to me. Is it still funny? Because I, they, has it been canceled because of Fez? Oh, because there was a... I don't. That would be considered very racist by today's standards. I don't know. He didn't have a name. It was just Fez, Fez. for foreign exchange student. I remember that. I like my idiot brain without watching any episode says I. I would think it's a sweet story because he gets taken in by these you know kids and he's one of them. But then again, it's like they call him Fez and then he does weird things and they. That's half the jokes are. Isn't he weird? Right. Because he's different. Right. Much like. <laughs> Predator, predator two is the predator one. Uh I want to know. This got a six point two uh, aggregate score from IMDb. Too high, too low. Uh, right about. I'd give it like. I'd give it a seven. I thought I enjoyed it. I didn't love it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I, I didn't give, hate it. I'd give it like a seven two. Um, you. I mean, there's I, things I hated about it, but we'll get into it. What? Well, well, I. I could think about when I was watching it was man the thing Steve James could have done in Danny Glover's role that would have been oh my god the black Schwarzenegger yeah in Predator 2 it should have happened and he oh. was alive at the time that would be like a one-to-one switch that would have been amazing just think of all the great headbands he right would have and he'd need them because it's so hot yeah so it would make sense and he would actually have made Mike likable. Because Danny Glover makes him Danny Glover's a fucking prick in this movie. Yeah. He makes Gary Brucey, who's supposed to be the villain, a good or sympathetic. It is really interesting because I'm like, oh fuck yeah, Gary Busey's in here. And Busey is great as being that fucking, you know, He like doesn't a, get enough like sh- time in the movie either. He doesn't. But that authoritative heel type character, you know, just like you're you're in our jurisdiction. Which again, this is another one of these movies where it's like we don't do enough. Our homeland security doesn't do enough to actually work together. They're all just fucking having a pissing match on right. each other, 
and we have it again here. Except Mike, Danny Glover, <laughs> he's the problem. Like, Fuck everybody! I'm doing what I want. Right. Oh, I'm a super cop. This was Danny Glover trying to do Martin Riggs and failing. Yeah, I mean, I we have that amazing '90s trope too, because this was like early '90s, right? '90. Right on, 90. The, right on there. Well, I don't know if it was this movie, but what the fuck? The scopes. Yeah, every scope had a gun attached to it in this movie. <laughs> Binoculars with a little gun on the bottom. You know, I think uh, Danny had a gun with little those little flashlights. It was like it wasn't even a scope. It was like one of those flashlights. Oh, you, like turn the. Was it Liana or Liana? It was. It was, was spelled Liana, but they pronounced it Liana. Liana. Yeah. Liana had one where I thought it was an alien weapon because the bottom of it looked like it was injecting something into the bullets as it passed through. I was like, "What the fuck is?" Where yeah, they're are trying we? to like to remember people. It's set in the far future, ninety seven. So they're really trying to sell that we're in the future by just. Putting scope on top of scope on top of scope. Three years after Cyborg's distant future. Right. So ten years after the first Predator. Ten, only ten years. Wow. Yeah. So at one point, Predators. Do you think they left during the Cyborg era and then they just came back when Ellie got super populated <laughs> I, again? I don't know. Is Cyborg part of the Predator universe? I didn't know that. Uh, well, I mean, John Claude Van Damme's in it, and he did play the Predator, the Predator. in the first one when he's cloaked. And they are on different sides of the country, so we got to remember that because Cyborg takes place in Atlanta, GA, Bad Street, Atlanta, GA. <laughs> yeah. If only we could redo it again, just to have open with Bad Street, USA. Oh, <laughs> uh, so uh, what was I getting at? But no, it's very possible. We'll have to look into it. We'll put it Mattingly on that one, see if he can seem that all together. There was quite, you know, we, we Mattingly. Speaking of Mattingly, he he printed out the IMDb for me, and I scanned it a little bit, and I noticed something that I think is total horseshit. It claims that Sensei Seagal was oh, offered the Jesus. role of Mike, and I, I call bullshit on that because his career just started, and like, I think, I want to say Above the Law came out in 90, but it might have been 89. Okay. There's no way in hell he would have been offered off of one movie, which was successful, but it wasn't huge. Right. That the, he, So I call bullshit on that. Yeah, I can't see that either. There's not enough. I mean, because Seagal, especially if it was after Above the Law, I'm sure he was doing all kinds of his Aikido shit. You can't Aikido a fucking predator. <laughs> he would try. <laughs> he would try. He would, no. no, we got to do this. We're going to have to do this throughout this episode. <laughs> just talk about what Sensei would do in this situation. Because his situational awareness. I mean, right. as we know with Mark for Death, he's fought voodoo people before. Right. And there just so happens to be voodoo people in this movie. So it kind of lines up that the sensei would have worked great with the material. But, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I would have liked to have seen it. I'm just I, thinking it never would have happened. I just can't stop thinking of him doing, like, his slap chops on a fucking predator. Slapping the titties of the predator. Oh. The predator's, like, seven feet tall. Yeah, yeah. Well, you pointed this out as well. What are the predators to their homeland? Are, like... I think they're, like... I don't think the whole culture revolves around this. I think these guys, the predators we see, they're the Joe Rogan podcast listeners. They're the paleo diet guys. They're the drum circle guys. Yeah. You know, and it's, they're trying to get their man. Maybe the guys, maybe it's a matriarchy on the predator world, and they're trying to get their manhood back by going to other planets to hunt. Yeah. And get, you know, and recapture their, their, 
their their old ways. Maybe they just take they get injected with something. It's too much testosterone. They flip out and they they have to go fucking kill. I don't know. There's so many good questions about this because you pointed out there's they're wearing loincloths. Right. They're very no, primitive looking, yeah. yet they're advanced shit. They got supercomputers in their wristbands. That's why I believe they normally probably wear like three piece suits. Like they these guys have office jobs. Yeah. The predators. And then, then this is like they get away from their wife and shit. They're like, Maybe. oh, we're going to go to Earth. And oh, they're big... like the rich guy club, you know? Well, like they're the... totally, dude, because they're trophy hunters. They don't eat people. They just kill them and skin them. They oh eat beef. Oh, my God. That's right. They do eat beef, raw beef, and they fucking yeah. eat it off Asian women. So that's very interesting. <laughs> that, was, that was weird. They are the business class. They're yeah. like the top. No- they're totally uh, uh, the C-level types. Patrick Bates or whatever, American Psycho. They're yeah, like Patty Bates. I think yeah. that's his name. <laughs> Patty Bates. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed that so yeah no th- these are the trumps they're going out to cu- kill a lion right that's been Cause, cause they're, cause they're, and it, it makes sense because they're way more advanced than we are 100 times more advanced by the way is this our 20th fucking dangerous game version like yeah. movie we've done so many of these we've got a lot I mean, who, who knew there were this many turkey shoot variations most recent one death ring i would have loved to have seen the uh Gentleman beast that the was werewolf? in turkey oh, shoe. Yes, I was thinking the same thing. Fight a, uh, a no, predator. I would think it was like he was like a, one of their pets. Like they would send him out to like find a, the oh. human. Oh, like yeah, the, the the dogs and everything. Right, they That's... they like they like raised the human like a feral child, made oh him into God, like. I love that. <laughs> yeah, is that where the kid from Could... Road Warrior came from? Yeah. Was he being trained? Right. It all comes together, everybody. I know you need us to put it together for you, but that's what we're here spoon for. feed you all the facts. Right. <laughs> oh God, there was something I wanted to bring up here. Uh we do have to mention that it seems like maybe they weren't just here to hunt humans though. Because they do the predators really like to lurk in alleys. Yeah, I think originally they were came here to hunt Zargthas. Yeah. But we, of course, we know David Hasselhoff killed the Zargtha because there's a lot of damp as fuck alleys. They're moist yeah. alleys. Oh my god, so many moist. Dripping. He, he only killed the Zargthas, uh, Dan, or uh, Mitch something. Mitch Buchanan. Mitch Buchanan. He did not he killed dry out Lauren the Avedon, and he killed the Zargtha. <laughs> he did it the world a favor. <laughs> killed Lauren Avedon. Yeah, he's a hero. Oh. So I mean. Last week we went three three hours, eighty three and a minutes. half hours. Yeah, what a trooper, Paul London. Give that to Paul London because we talked to him for like an hour beforehand about wrestling shit. That you we got some dirt that you guys are never gonna get. Yeah. But yeah, it was that's for our ears only. Give it up to fucking Paul London on his day off. He's like, I'm gonna talk to these idiots for fucking four hours. Yeah, it was it was a lot. <laughs> I was like, and we're gonna get tired halfway through the episode. And I feel like there was a minute there where we all took ten minutes of silence. So fuck you, Beatles. We did ten minutes of flat silence in the middle of the greatest podcast ever known. Yeah. And we, we also said it said Paul is dead too. We did that too. We did that too. Yeah. We're just breaking all kinds of barriers. That's all we do. That's why we can't. We're so far, we're, we're the predators of podcasts. We're so far ahead of everybody. We're seeing in infrared, Griffin. Everyone else is seeing in fucking regular vision. You know, I think it's funny you bring up how just intelligent we are because I did read out. Predator's little wristband when he was yeah. playing with it. You know what it was? I thought it was a Joe Rogan podcast. He was listening. <laughs> He's just putting it back on. <laughs> no, he was on Facebook spreading, uh, you know, uh, right reactionary memes. Oh wow! Yeah, 
So well, we, we'll get into it. They're, they're, we'll learn that the Predators are very conservative. We'll get into that later on. There's a scene that very much fits the, the time we're living in right now. Yeah. So it's, should we just get into it? It's time to get into it. Predator 2. Yeah. All right, everybody. Here it is, the sequel to the classic Schwarzenegger movie we still haven't covered, but we'll do that sometime in the future. Because you know us. We do everything ass backwards. Yeah. We got to get some brawny dudes up in here if we're going to do Predator, though. Yeah, that's a Joe Coleman episode. That's a Joe Coleman episode. And then we could do the the one that came out five years ago that neither of us have seen in, like, compare and contrast. Oh, we could do another. What did we do that with recently? Oh, yeah, Mechanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah. everybody yeah. in their Jason Statham love. Yeah. Don't worry. Maybe Jason Statham's in the new uh, Predator <laughs> that came out. Maybe. All I know is here's the trailer for Predator 2. Did it have a subtitle? Is this Predator 2? Right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think there Predator was. Predator 2, fight to the death. <laughs> <laughs> Los Angeles, 1997. It's the hottest summer on record. Pollution is choking the city. The gangs control the streets. It has not been a nice day! As bad as things are, they're about to get worse. Much worse. Whoever killed him is gonna pay. I'm gonna finish it. It has almost no weight. But it cuts like steel. Incredible. Whoever did this took out four men armed with machine guns by hand. You don't know what you're dealing with. Other world life forms drawn by heat and conflict. He's on safari. Lions. Tigers. The bears. Oh my. Danny Glover. Gary Busey. Ruben Blades. Maria Conchita Alonso. Bill Paxton. Predator 2. He's in town with a few days to kill this Thanksgiving. Nineteen ninety seven LA. You said well, we get, it in we the get a house. nice intro where they they swerve us because they're we see like a like it's probably well it would be a chopper shot. This, this it would be a drone shot nowadays, but now it's a chopper shot, and we just see like jungle and shit. Ah, like, oh, yeah. we're going back to the fucking jungle. That's right. Welcome to the jungle. You're gonna die because we're in L. A. L. A. They goes the the thing swoops up, and then we see the skyscraper. Well, skyscraper is fucking L. A. Yeah, but yeah, I, they should have the Hollywood sign, but you know, they fucked up. Yeah, that's all right. We learn it's like 109 degrees in 1997. Apparently, we fixed global warming, Griff, because it was hot 25 years ago, and now we're it's nice and cool today. It's a myth. It didn't yeah. happen. Nothing. Yeah, nothing happened. It's all fixed. And we've got an active war zone in the middle of L.A. Hot hot start, dude. Not a cold open. Hot open. Right. And, I mean, the conservatives definitely love watching this because this is what they already say is happening today over in L.A. And Chicago. Yeah. And Portland, of course. Oh, yeah. We'll have to find out more about that later. Yeah. Hotbed of terrorism and gangs. Antifa. 
Yeah, we got a crazy Colombian gang because we know they got the best fucking cocaine. Yeah, it, it's really hard. I hear I I hear there's some disputes happening in '97 over who has the best cocaine: Colombians or the Cubans. No, I would say that. Oh, okay. Maybe the Peruvians. Maybe I, Peruvians. I think the Incas. Invented cocaine. Yeah, I, I heard that. Or discovered it. I, should, I heard that on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. We heard we heard a lot about Joe Rogan, and his... of course, Jamie looked it up and confirmed it. Okay. <laughs> Bro, it's, it's true. <laughs> so, and we get Predator Vision right away. The Predator's watching it and loving it. He just loves. It's like watching a dog fight to him. Yeah, because we're we're like we're like sub. Well, we're, I guess we're human, human to them, but we're like. A subspecies to them. Yeah, and like a cat, uh, predators actually do purr when they're excited by stuff. <laughs> right. You know exactly what you're talking about. You yeah. hear the, the predator purring right now. Right. And you, you think it's something menacing or something. No, it's purring. He's excited. Yeah, it's giant. <laughs> and so we got we got a firefight between the cops and the Colombians because apparently we get – and Super Cop Mike shows up. Mike Harrigan, played yes. by Danny Glover. Yeah. And you got to point out, there is 15 different news crews covering yes. it. No bulletproof vests, no helmets, no goggles, just out there, yeah. camera guys. Well, that was very much like a parody of, you know. The, yeah. Okay. And, it and we good. get fucking Morton Downey Jr. in this fucking thing, who nobody remembers anymore. Do you even fucking remember Morton Downey I was Jr.? like, this guy looks so fucking familiar. Yeah, he plays Tony Pope. He's the guy you can blame for all. All the trash TV that we have, because he was the first guy to do it. It wasn't Jerry Springer. It was oh. Morton Downey. Because his all shit. I remember. I remember liking it at the time because he was so like. It's, it's like fucking hardcore wrestling. When you see yeah. it the first time, you're like, "Holy shit, this is amazing!" And then you go, "This is garbage." You finally come to that conclusion. Have you ever seen the picture of the guy who did the bum fights went on to Doctor Phil's show and shaved his head and grew a mustache, <laughs> and it the story plays out way better than the actual interview did. Because they, the producers actually put them on TV. They started rolling, and there's footage of these two together. And the guy is just smirking at Doctor Phil as Doctor Phil like does a you know some footage of his bum fights, and the guy's like doing a little like uh, narration over it where he's talking about how he's helping these bums by giving them twenty bucks to like rip their teeth out and stuff. And then Doctor Phil's like, you know what? No, I'm not even going to interview you. And the guy says to him... I mean, the only reason he's not interviewing him is because he's mocking Dr. Phil by trying to look like him. It has nothing to do with the morality of what the Exactly, yeah. because the guy... and it, how, Again, the headline of it plays out way better because he stutters and he can barely get his words out and everything. He doesn't do it with any authority. But what he says is, how is it any different than what you do when you bring people on here to you know harass them about their problems? He had a girl on his show that was a totally ignorant... Uh, chick who's making like $50 million on OnlyFans or something. It's like insane. It makes me angry. This is a modern thing, then. Yeah. Dr. Phil's still doing it? Yeah. No, I don't watch it, but he still does it. But Morton Downey Jr., he was, his whole thing was he was chain smoke. He was constantly smoking. And he was the first, because it used to be Phil Donahue, and he was kind of like, well, let's see both sides. He was actually like an adult. Okay. And it was like, and you know, he, no, Morton Downey Jr., I'm right, you're wrong, he gets it. But he was doing shtick. You could tell he was doing oh, shtick. But he'd be like, you pablum-puking liberals. That was like his favorite line, pablum-puking liberals. Oh, I like that. And he would just get in and just tell people off and get in their face, and people fucking loved everyone. The kind of people who love like Andrew Dice Clay and like yeah. early Beastie Boys, like they fucking took to this shit. Oh, yeah, you know? that makes sense. But yeah, he's in this movie. 
perfectly no. cast because he's playing a fucking asshole. Yeah, Tony Pope. And our, so Super Cop Mike shows up. Like, thank God it's his fucking partner, Danny, played by Ruben Blades. If you're American, Ruben Blades, if you're Hispanic. <laughs> and we see a, a face we haven't seen in a long time, Maria Conchita Alonso, who is in Running Man. Yeah, that's right. She's wasted in this. She's only in. She's a, she's in for one important scene. Yeah, to, but she's a tough. Like I thought she was lesbian. She was so tough. She had the dikey haircut. And she, everybody's got their scopes on top of scopes on top of scope. Oh my god, guns. just going nuts with the scopes here. There's a point, and it's actually coming up right right about now. Um, Tony Pope's, of course, in the background yelling for martial law. Mike shows up, calms every down everybody down. He's got his. A squad there, Leona, Leanna, Leona. Leona. Uh, he's got Danny with him there, and then they've got guy with the black hat on, who of course is the pillar of this group. You know he's the guy that everybody leans on. Guy in black hat, as he was named in the casting. <laughs> Remember him, guy in black hat. <laughs> guy, guy in black hat. Okay. And so he's like, "All right, everybody, we're gonna move out." Guy in black hat, you got my back. Yeah, so what happened? They explain what happens is. They were doing a stakeout on the Columbians because this is the Columbians' headquarters is where they're fighting in front of. They're out in the streets. Yeah. And like some traffic cops, like apparently the Columbian guys didn't use their turn indicator, so some traffic cops pulled them over. That set off the Columbians because I guess they, they, they felt the fucking stakeout or like the, the raid that was going to happen, so they just started shooting. So we have some traffic cops stuck in the middle between our cops and the Columbians. So they have to get rescue the traffic cops. Right. And only Super Cop Mike can do it. Right. And, of course, his whole philosophy is, well, besides Thin Blue Line, is my door is always open. So that somehow plays into this because, literally, his door does get ripped off his car. So his door is well, first, always open. he goes to his trunk arsenal. Yeah. He's got all kinds of great guns in there. Scopes on all of them. Uh, well, yeah. He's got the NES gun, the light gun with the scope on it. He's got the Nintendo Super Scope with the scope on the Super he's Scope. Super Soaker. He's got a Super Soaker with the scope on it. <laughs> I love that he's looking down at all these big guns. He picks up one with no scope on it, and he goes, not big enough, puts it back down, and then attached to the like uh, the actual the door of the, door of the trunk. trunk is a car or a gun stashed in like, you know, a little holster and everything, pulls it out. It's not even the same gun he has here in a minute. He did some. He did like a little bait and switch here because he pulls out a completely different Bad gun. Editing, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so, yeah, so he takes off his car door gets ripped off. He puts uh, some like bulletproof vests on the passenger side windows of his car. Yeah. He's got this brilliant plan, and he's just hanging out the side of his car, shooting at El Scorpio and his gang. Mm-hmm. Well, Scorpio was great, man. He had the rock star hair flowing. Yeah, great fucking hair. And it works because he does like a little turn. Yep, gets blocks the, off the cops that they got to the rescue. Bulletproof vest there. You know those windows apparently can withstand that blunt force because even if the bullets don't pierce, it's gonna fucking take that window out, and then the bulletproof vest are gonna fall over. Don't you think that's how the physics would work at that? Uh, we're doing predator physics. Here. Oh, okay, never mind. We, speaking of predator, whatever the fuck the noise can they I? make. <laughs> we're gonna go out of uh, out of class here for a minute. Does Predator crash through a glass ceiling 85 times in this movie? Yes. Okay. Glass ceilings in every room. Scopes <laughs> on every gun. A glass. That is what President Roosevelt promised us with a great new deal. A scope on every gun. <laughs> a great and new a deal. Gla- and, a, and a glass, uh, glass uh, skylight in every home. <laughs> and we got it. We're talking apart, like multi-level apartment buildings. And each floor, you can look down and see your neighbor. Because right. that's a glass ceiling. Right. 
It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. So fucking Scorpio's like, get in the fucking, we got, we've got to stand up, get in the fucking buildings. So they run into their building. They've got like, you know, their stash up there and everything. And I don't just mean a gun stash. I also mean a briefcase with just a cocaine overflowing. <laughs> right. Yeah. And they just grab a handful and just smash their face into <laughs> it. And then the, the leftover, they just rubbing their bullet wounds. <laughs> it's amazing. I didn't realize cocaine. It would, numb, this... it would numb the fuck. I guess it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Would that pu- introduce it to your bloodstream? Yeah, though? it would fuck you up. You'd be totally or fucked you'd be up. just like so. Your heart might explode. Yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter if your heart's going to explode if you're willing well, to die. Well, it's going to explode over the predator anyway. You, you know, this is very Viking of them. You're talking about how the, there's the, the berserkers, berserkers on the yeah. front line. He's going berserker, they are. They are going straight up berserk. Yeah. And the Predator's watching from the skylight, and he's enjoying it. And we see the little, like, ripple effects. We know there's a Predator there. They don't. They sense it. But they, they're waiting for the cops to fucking run in. What drug do you need to take to see a Predator in full, clear view? Because it's not cocaine, apparently. No, uh, acid, I guess. Something the hallucinogenic. Psychedelic. Some kind of hallucinogen. That makes sense. Yeah. And so... Uh, the chief, he's just like, wait for the feds. Yeah. They, the like, DEA is coming. Mike arrives and Danny like stops him. He's like, we can't go in there. The chief has called it in. And we have to wait for bake, bake up. And then the chief is totally cool with it. He's like, look, I respect you, Mike, but this is above our heads. The, the feds are coming in. Fuck you. I'm the fucking hero here. We don't have time to wait for the feds. Meanwhile, the feds really just pulled up. Right. You know, and they got their fucking, they all are wearing, they're all like agent whatever from fucking Matrix. They got their shades on. and they're Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Mike, he's like, this is my last chance to get these guys, even though it sounds like they're starting war zones every other day on the streets of L.A. I mean, this is straight out of fucking Angel Town. But, you know, Mike's like, boys, we're going in there. So they rush in there. We just have seen that the Predator has swooped down on all the Colombians. Busts through the fucking glass ceiling. Of course he does. Breaks that glass ceiling. And there's 900 shots of the glass falling on the camera. And then just that cloaking, you know, effect of the Predator. So the gangers all get fucked up. And then a gigantic explosion happens. It blows out the fucking windows. And Mike's like, we don't have time to wait. We got to go in here. Yep. So... Mike, of course, he gets up to the second floor, third floor, whatever floor they're on, and he checks in. You know, they, he's got the one door surrounded. He's like, this has to be the door. Even though he's facing a north-facing door and the explosion was on a south-facing door. So Mike's uh, cardinal directions, his ability to understand the building and everything, not good. He's not a super cop <laughs> at all. Sensei, of course, would have gone in there. He would have calmed his mind, his body, his spirit, and allowed his chi to tell him exactly where to go. So we get a nice jump scare. They open the door, and it's just like some. I think it was like a what are they? What are they? A sweatshop. I think they were just putting yes. socks together or something. <laughs> yes. And suddenly uh, they're like, "Oh, okay, no big deal." And then a, the fucking uh, crazy Scorpio. Scorpio guy. Did you? We didn't even mention the little or, ornate like little. A piece of jewelry snorted coke out of too. Yeah, like a little scorpion thing. He ripped the head off of it and snorted <laughs> coke. It was like a little gold scorpion with a head detachable, and he held that to his nose. And I think that's coke too. 
I don't know. I was so blinded by Mike's mustard yellow shirt. That was that was so <laughs> '90s. That was a hot color. I always hated it, but that was a hot color. Well, this is a hot movie. It was hot. I, I, and props. They make sure everyone looks moist and sweaty as possible. Everyone's got pit stains. I like that because it's real. It's very everything about this felt real. Yeah. When they did close up shots, they were just packed full of people, and it made it feel incredibly overcrowded. It was a good job. The only problem I had with that was the subway. When they're like, we can barely move in this subway. There's not a seat to be seen. It's like, there's three seats right there. There's more seats right there. So that took me out. But anyways, so our ganger guy comes flying backwards out the door, shooting Matrix style into the door when Mike goes, hey, shoot over here. And he ducks, but Black Hat, pillar of the group, doesn't get the word and gets shot and killed. I mean, pillar of the group, I don't even fucking remember this guy at all. <laughs> R.I.P. Black Hat. Not not important <laughs> enough to go to his funeral, though. He doesn't go. No, he doesn't. You're right. <laughs> so we always, we've always said the most – if you're being chased, where do you go? You go to the roof. That's the safest place to be. You're never going to get pinned down on the roof of a building. That's where Scorpio goes. But he is high as fuck on coke, so I'll cut him some slack. Yeah, I would. He's like on the ledge – Mike comes out, freeze, asshole, there's nowhere to go. And he's realizing this guy's not even paying any attention to him. He's looking straight ahead. Right. Because uh, uh, I asked what he's seeing. is a predator, like, hanging off the flagpole or something. Right. Pre- no, pre- there was, like, a the, the little, like, room where you come out like from the stairs with yeah. antennas on. He's, like, standing up there. Okay. And he's cloaked, but, you, of course, we can see the ripple effect. Right. No, and you hear the purr. Yes. And... And now the sensei was doing this. He would totally sense it off the bat. He'd right. Go, There's something wrong. Something off about this. There's a disturbance in the force. But Mike, this the guy, because the guy, I think the guy was trying to, he's trying to shoot the predator, right? He tries, he tries to shoot at the predator, which is not, I mean, it's in the same direction, but. Right. Well, he's like 10 feet above he's Mike. He's 10 feet above Mike, so he's not shooting down at Mike. <laughs> right. And Mike screams, stand, stand my ground. ground. That's that's the cue for open fire. Right. I, I mean, like, we've seen war movies where you hear people saying, like, Grenade, get down. Uh, you know, when you're in the war zone of L.A., you just hear, stand on my ground, stand on my ground, stand on my ground. That's all you yeah, hear. So when you think about it, I remember, like, this is, like, year the year before Rodney King. So, yeah, L.A. cops were known Ooh, for just yeah. fucking killing people. Yeah, that's rough. So he just, he just fucking blasts Scorpio. Scorpio does a dive off the thing, lands on a picnic table or some shit. Here's the most interesting fact about this picnic table. This guy, 200 pounds, full of cocaine, wearing body armor and all that, does not crash through this table. The table... Well, it wasn't fucking... It wasn't gimmicked. <laughs> it wasn't gimmicked. <laughs> now we know why pro wrestlers gimmick the tables. They're hard to fucking break. Yeah. He does not crash through the table, and it gets confirmed in a minute here when they go back downstairs. But before we get down there, Mike starts to kind of feel it, too. He's like, what well, he the fuck? He hears the purr. Oh, he heard the purr. Yeah. Can't cloak that. Can't cloak that. And he turns around, and he just misses. I think the Predator, like, scurries away or something. So he just misses him. The, the Predator just kind of plays it cool, and he's reading his heat waves and everything. And then recording, a bunch of people. are also recording the, the yeah, voices. Yeah, the voices, which yeah. I didn't think they had talkbacks or whatever those things from Home Alone were called. <laughs> but he, they have it. That's part of Predator technology. How else do you record Joe Rogan podcasts? Right. You don't pay for it. You just, right. you know, record it on your yak back. Right. 
And so now that they're they're just surveying the scene of the crime, Danny tapping into his fucking Mexican roots. I don't know. He had some great fucking from the Branscombe collection necklaces. I, did you not love how he was kind of always fiddling with it too? Right. Yeah, I kind of loved it. He looked nervous, but he looked confident at the same time. I like. And he it. looks up and he sees a naked guy hanging. He's like, autoerotic asphyxiation. Guys closed. <laughs> a mechanics vendor. There, there was there was a laptop playing some lesbian porn. <laughs> yes. It's like case closed. This guy case died from under rock. <laughs> He's hanging by his feet. For first of all, <laughs> his, his eyes have been ripped out and everything. Yep, seen it before. Seen it other times. <laughs> God damn it. I hate that fucking movie <laughs> yeah. so much. You, me, and nobody else because people fucking love uh, our episode on it. So they're like, yeah, case closed. <laughs> they head back downstairs. Chief has now arrived. As soon as they head back downstairs, we see the predator pull the guy's body off. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. Let's get it. Because he, he likes to clean off the skulls. He's a trophy hunter, so he's right. just going to clean off the skull. He likes skinning them, too. I guess, they, what do they, you think they make, like, shoes out of our skin? Or, like, they make bear rug type things? Human rugs? May, maybe they make shirts and shit, like yeah. fur coats, human coats and shit like yeah. that. You know, uh, uh, Buffalo Bill style. Yeah, I mean, it, it, hey, they can do it. It's not unnatural. It's like us making a leather jacket out of a cow. What if they made fingerless gloves with our <laughs> fingers? <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. That would be pretty sweet. So, of course, Chief has uh, arrived finally. And, of course, he's going to chew out Mike. They're going to have a screaming match. And that's when the chopper touches down. Oh, this okay. is when. Oh, okay. I this, got ahead of myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. all right. Uh, this they exclude, is, the feds exclusively travel by chopper in this movie. Yeah. Just so we can have that call back to get through the chopper. Oh, yeah. And they're going to be disguised as the DEA. But if you look at their little pins that they all wear, they look like Illuminati pins. So they're deep state. Oh, yeah. I figured it out. And they're just like, I think we see Busey. We just see them in the background. We don't get to meet them or anything. Yeah, but they're like. They're taking over. Now, the Chiefs are like, they're taking over this crime scene. Yeah, it's very X-Files. Like, they have this whole crew of, like, uh, people in matching outfits. They have matching suitcases. They're moving uh, synchronously. Would yeah. it be? Yeah, that, that works. And uh, they march up to the to the uh, apartment that we just saw get fucked up. So we got to go head back to the old precinct. And uh, we know we're in a police precinct because tons of prostitutes getting hauled in. I love that. Uh, Mike gets dropped off in a police minivan. That made me very happy. Like, they're so desperate for vehicles in 1997. They're no, like, that's, that's the future. Oh, that's the future. Yeah, futuristic. All right. You remember 97? Every cop had a minivan. I do remember 97. I remember having a minivan. I don't remember cops having minivans. <laughs> well, you weren't in trouble with the law. That's right. I wasn't. I'm a good boy. So Mike's got to have it out with Captain Pilgrim. And the guy's like, Mike, I know what I'm fucking doing. Why the fuck did the fuck the feds? Fuck them. You can't trust the feds. Deep state. <laughs> Deep state. And that's when, of course, Gary Busey walks into the room. I'm Peter Key. <laughs> well, first his teeth protrude through <laughs> yeah. the door. And then eventually- Here's a close-up. First of all, we're like, are we at a cemetery? The tombstones? <laughs> no. It's Gary Busey's teeth. And they pull back. Is that piano? They show him? <laughs> It's Gary Busey. Chillin', how are you? <laughs> this, is, this is the first movie he did right after he had his motorcycle accident where he splattered his head against a curb. Oh, shit, is it really? Yeah. Oh, man. Like, I'm from the DEA. We need to respectfully not help each other at all <laughs> in my business. 
I need everybody here to be a team player and not cooperate at fuck all. Fuck off. <laughs> Go fuck yourselves. <sighs> so then, like, Mike huffs off because he's such a fucking bitch. Right. Talks up. He's he's meeting up with Danny. They're going over what's the mode of drugs, money. What the, the drugs and money were there? They were there when we got when they got there. They're like, sending a message. Are the Jamaicans sending a message? Because right. we learned that the Jamaicans and the Colombians are trying to take over L.A. Right. And then we're like starting to notice that there's this very sweaty new character, and he talks like a surfer, bro. Won't stop talking. Never but stops talking. The classic. Bill Paxton, we all love Bill Paxton. He always is the greatest at playing sleazy fucking jerks. Did he go a little too far with the accent in this? Like, whatever. That's kind of like just Bill Paxton's voice. Oh, is it? Was, yeah. Oh, okay. You know, he's from Texas, I think. But, yeah. It, it was a little little too much for me. Hey there, guys. He starts talking about golf. Like, he's, he's one of those guys, like, thinks everything he has to say is interesting and nobody fucking gives a shit. Yeah. He's hitting on, he's always hitting on a woman. So he's talking about how he handles the golf club and it's supposed to represent, like, how he's going to handle her genitals later. Right. Grab yeah. by the pussy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I grab the golf club like I grab him by the pussy. Soft. Loose. I can drive a ball 100 yards. And Dan's yards. like, get a load of this guy, I say. He's your new partner. And then we see he may he talked to the wrong lady because yeah. Leona shows up. And she's playing it cool. Like, oh, really? Yeah, tell me about golf. Yeah. Well, you got you to gotta dress the balls. <laughs> and she's like, oh, really? Ugh! And she just grabs his balls like this. Ugh! You know, and then we get a good laugh. But if you see how tough Leona is, yeah. you don't fuck with her. So they bring in Jerry. They sit him down. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And he's Jerry's like, I busted my ass to get here. Well, that's the scary part. Who the <laughs> fuck comes to this precinct? This is a jungle out here. The only kind of people who come here are people trying to make a name for themselves. And I got to tell you, this is an open door policy. It goes both ways, my friend. You, you can't go out there just doing your own thing. You have to work with everybody. Right. Sp- words that Mike does not live by. <laughs> well, that's the thing. He's got his rules that you have to live by. Yeah. He doesn't have to live by any rules. Right. So he's like, welcome to the war zone. And then now we cut to some hot fucking. We get that. We earn that R rating. This yeah. chick's riding this guy like a polo pony. And uh, we see that the exterior window, we're, we're looking into an apartment. The whole wall is just windows. Yeah. So there is plenty of space for a uh, predator to jump through because... We know that predators only enter a room by some kind of glass structure. Before that can happen, the Jamaicans busted. Wait a minute. They didn't use the window. No. They used the door. They used the door. Oh, weird. They, yeah, they can't fly. Yeah, oh, yeah I guess they can't. <laughs> and they, so, because we're waiting for the predator to fuck. We're like, oh, shit, predator's going to kill these people. Are fucking predators. And we learn, you know, we know by movies, if you fuck, you got to get killed. I thought we were going to have, like, a fun Friday the 13th minute. Where, where he, like, spears them together. Where, yeah, maybe the spear, maybe he's under the bed. Maybe she, uh, like, they finish up or something, and she gets up. She's like, oh, you have a kitten? And then she goes in the quiet, and, you know, predator's in there purring up a storm, and then just... Kills her or something. Wolverine claws her. Yeah, Wolverine claws Just something. No, it's the Jamaicans. And so they, this guy's like, I guess, the Colombian drug lord, and they string him up. they very predator-like. They're like they're, 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 they're going to make it look like autoerotic asphyxiation. They put the porno on. They fucking have him hung upside down by his throat. So, of course, and you can see the screen. And we learned that 
there's a guy, King Willie, is the boss of the of the voodoo priests. Yeah. And it's like, this is about power, you fucking history poodle. Yeah, because... I love how I want Jamaican to Mexican Jamaican <laughs> again. <laughs> it's all over the place. <laughs> and so they're going to do a voodoo ritual because we want your soul. So they, they lather up with some fucking jerk sauce. They just draw some shit on the That sauce body. is so good. The fact that they're willing to spare some of it for this uh, seance says a lot. Yeah, that's, why you, that's what you need to take a soul. You need the best sauce in the that world. That jerk sauce. Woo, it's good shit. And just as they, then the guy stabbed. I guess in originally, because originally he's got an NC-17. Okay. Because originally they ripped his heart out. Yeah. But this one they just stabbed him. Yeah. They, they Later Leona, I think, says they ripped his heart out. Because she's our, uh, which, of course, it would have been Sensei if he was in the movie, but they allow Leona to be the, uh, like, voodoo uh, historian or whatever. So she yeah. actually does say they ripped his heart out, but all, yeah. all we see is them stab it. Right. And this is like, Predator's like, fuck that. I wanted that heart. So he busts in through the, was it into the ceiling again? I don't know where he came through. I thought it was a skylight I, again. I, I know glass broke. I don't know if it came in from like... Broken glass everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. And he's got... In the old Predator, all he had was that mount that backpack cannon that he would shoot lasers from. They they upped their game in this movie. Did they? Yeah. They didn't have the net. Because first he shoots the net that pins the guy against a wall. And, and starts, we, we know that's capable of taking down American ninjas. Like, right. Nets... Are powerful. Well, these are super powerful because it's like a metal net, so it's like cutting into the guy's skin. No and shit. shit. Oh, okay. And then the predator whips out his spear. He's, it's got a retractable spear. He stabs motherfuckers. He's got the fucking well. He, he the uh, original predator also had the Wolverine blades, but he's oh, got yeah. the Wolverine blades, and he's like impaling dudes. Jamaicans are just shooting their own guys. They're just freaking out. They shoot the guy in the net. Yeah. All hell is breaking loose. Then we cut back. Now that it's all over. Yeah. Cops in the news arrive. Right about the same time. Yeah. So they're on the wa- same wavelength there. Well, yeah, because the news probably have, like, a police scanner, so they hear whatever's going on. Right. Fucking Tony's there, getting that, getting that scoop. Yep. Uh, Jerry and Leona are, like, the first people we see arrive, and, of course, Leo- he's talking up Leona again. Even though she grabbed him right by the testicles, he's still he's persistent. It's going right back at him. Is that the that the male equivalent of grabbed by the pussy? Yeah, so exactly. She's certain her dominance. She, that's exactly right. But she see, oh, she, oh, fucking Tony Pope's here. God, he's got his live camera feed and everything. And uh, Jerry's like, you know what? I that whole open door thing made no sense to me, but I think I understand what he meant. I'll cut off Tony Pope. And he goes over and he grabs Tony Pope and slams his head on the hood of a car. And says, "I'm standing my ground. I'm standing my ground." And, uh, yeah. Well, he has no business going into a crime scene anyway. I mean, he wasn't in the crime scene yet. But he wants to. <laughs> but he does want to. Right. The crew head up to the apartment. They see a bunch of bodies. The The Colombian guy, original guy, has his skin. All the Jamaicans are skinned. Yeah. Apparently, Predator's like black leather because they're skinning the black dudes. I don't know what. I, I had a theory. I brought it up to Murray. I'm not going to bring it up here. <laughs> so they're like this got to be king willie's work dude and then we hear the murmuring of the horror survivor but she's not any horror graph oh my god this is miss april 1986 terry weigel she is a for. she's one of the rare women that's been a playboy playmate and a penthouse pet no shit and not only that she's got turn-ons graph 
Or turn on to us, thinking of different ways to be sexy. Housekeep cleaning, which I th- I th- that'd be great for me. Like a woman who thinks cleaning the house is sexy. Like, yes, do that. Good arousing movies, like Predator 2. Turn offs, fake phony people. I don't like criticism or critical people, says Terry. People who say they can't. Oh. I, I mean, I think she needs to change her attitude about critical people because <laughs> if you say you can't talk to them. First of all, every playmate says critical people. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone. So, and jealous people. So, <laughs> until they're, they lose their looks, then they're like, oh, I like jealous people. <laughs> but, so she's like, El Diablo, El Diablo, doing a great job because she's a white chick, but she's playing it up Colombian. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck? The devil was here. So Dan starts – he's has no time to listen to this woman. He's like, I've seen her. She's not my type. I've run her in a million times because she's a whore. Yeah. I, I'm not into the penthouse. I'm not into the playboy. I'm into that other one. I'm into the hustler. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Danny's a hustler, man. <laughs> so he's looking around. He's <laughs> he's actually doing his job. And it, it's a sad fact that we're about to lose Danny because he's the only one who does good work. Right. He notices a little, like, Projectile prong thing in the air conditioner. How he does this? He's got to have beyond. That's kind of weird. They had like a giant like unit you'd have on the the roof of a building in their in, fucking ceiling. Yeah, it, in the rafters. Very interesting yeah. uh, setup there. And the rafters are big enough. Ductwork's big enough for people to climb into. Right. Which yeah. Anyways, and he like notices that, and why? And just he's about to like go up and take this like projectile. It's, Sticking out there, keys in the crew show up. Yep, everybody out. This is a federal investigation now. So on on his way out, Mike gets stopped because, of course, Mike gets stopped to get chewed out again by uh, keys this time. Doesn't get chewed out. Keys is totally rational. He's like, oh Just yeah, get out. This is our jurisdiction. Now. And Mike flips the fuck out like he did get chewed out. I thought. I thought he was telling him, if I catch you on my like jurisdiction again, I'm gonna have I'm, I'm you're gonna be sleeping with the fishes or something. Didn't he allude to killing him? I don't know, but either way, like fuck off, Mike. This is the federal thing. This, I mean, you guys should be working together. No more hands behind your backs. Let's work together. But uh, just, this is a fight about to break out. They catch Pope, who's filming all these dead bodies and shit, and he's like... He's got a live feed, by the way, too, because we <laughs> see this later on Hardcore News, his news station. He loves Hustler, too. Yeah, he definitely loves Hustler. He's probably he into, is a Hustler. I think he's into that Videodrome porn. It could be. Yeah. So he, he's a distraction. They take him away, and he's like... My fucking rights are being violated. Freedom of press. He's going full Alex Jones. So Mike takes Danny away. He's like, look, when they finish, they, they, they don't have the eagle eyes that you have, Danny. Yes. They didn't see that. Right. We're going to sneak back in later on when they're done doing their investigation. Yeah, he's telling Danny, you hang around, let them leave, and then you get back in there. Real low key. You know, do all the hard work. Really, you know, be the pillar of this team because we lost Black Hat Guy. <laughs> we need a new pillar. So they do that. He tells Jerry, because they load the whore up into an ambulance, and he's like, follow her. Find out what she fucking knows. Oh, okay. So he's like, all right, and they're going to meet up at a bar, apparently. Right. Meet up. Jerry's like, you're not going to believe this, man. They didn't even take her to the fucking hospital. They loaded her up into a chopper and took her away. Okay. I I was not following what was happening here. 
But Jerry did arrive pretty quickly, and he was quick to drink, and he right. was quick to find another woman to hit on. And he's quick to have, he had a camera too. He's like, I got footage. Yeah. What's really interesting? Oh yeah, that's right. He did. Everybody got a camera. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, in the future, Griff, like we all have cameras now. It's the future. This definitely. The cameras had scopes on them too. That was weird. Would have cut maybe like ten minutes. No, I guess it would have added ten minutes to it because Sensei would have done everything by himself. Right. He would have tailed. He the would woman. have noticed the the projectile. He would have noticed projectile. He would have told Danny about it. Danny would not have been as no. uh, impressive as he is in this movie. Leona would have wanted. Danny would have just been auto rock fixation. Eight bodies. Skinned, auto rock, <laughs> case closed. Case closed. <laughs> no, I think there's something else going on here. Uh, Leona would have wanted to fuck him, oh. and there would have been a fuck scene where he's got a blanket pulled all the way up to his nipples, and she's wearing some awkward lingerie. And uh, yeah, Jerry would have just talked about how impressive he is. Right. But yeah, ten minutes added just because. Sensei would have done all that stuff. He would have followed the ambulance. He would have gone back into the place by himself, and he would have been he at the bar shaking. He would have told how this wasn't a voodoo ritual. It's like, no, the voodoo guys do this. And then it would have been like 10 minutes of voodoo history. Yep. And when he came back to the bar, he wasn't here to meet his friends, but it happened to be that uh, Busey and the DEA were there, and then he would get into a pool ball, you know, a, a pool room blitz. Yeah. Q-stick. Slap fight. <laughs> Hot dog wagon. But no, this is this is Mike. This isn't Sensei. So Mike's like, Jerry, great job. Keep an eye on that keys guy. Tail him. So Jerry's like, sure, boss, whatever. I'm going to fuck this girl first. And he just goes over. like, excuse me, this is my sister. And then he starts dancing. And she just jumps on him, white fire style. And that's the last we see of them. I, I mean, I guess this is where the just huge trend of incestual porn started. Yeah. This guy hitting on a girl who may or may not have been a sister saying, Hey, sis, how you doing? And she was really into it. So now Danny, he breaks in back into the crime scene, cuts the fucking tape, says do not cross. He's got a nice little lockpick gun that he uses to get into. Yeah, he's got everything, man. Yeah, he's got it all. Again, Danny is the pillar now. Right. They gave him a little black hat and everything. He did have a hat. I don't know black, but he had a hat. And then he's like, I got to climb up and get that fucking predator projectile. Yeah. So he scales up the dead guy because there's no other way to get up into the ceiling but to climb the dead guy. <laughs> he's left the dead guys there. I don't know, Still weird. got a boner, too. Yeah. It's impressive. Literally, it was just a bone. I didn't know that. Many <laughs> <laughs> people don't know that. Uh, that the actually penis a... has a bone. Yeah. <laughs> actually a bone, yeah. It's <laughs> a nice bad male anatomy for you here. <laughs> it's like a Wolverine claw. It it, like a... When you get excited, it just... Shoots out into your dick. Yeah, yeah, that's where they got. It's, a, it's, a, it's like a projectile bone. It goes <laughs> like goes back into your body when you, you're limp. Out when you're I mean, might get your dick hard, but it makes it pretty soft. <laughs> they did not get the idea for schnick because of anything. It but, really was dicks. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that was horrible. But that was. <laughs> That was horrible. <laughs> but uh, if next time, if you if you're with the man or something, if that's your thing, <laughs> whatever, listen real closely, and you will hear when you get an erection. But if <laughs> your body, like a Wolverine blade, it does go snicked. Okay. So getting back to Danny, Danny climbs up there. He pulls out the projectile. He's looking at it. He's like, oh, "This doesn't look." I, I don't see. I don't see any of the periodic table on, on this thing. He's, that's how good he is. 
<laughs> just he's about to pocket it. Are you saying that Danny has like his own predator? He doesn't have predator vision. He has periodic vision. <laughs> Elemental vision. Elemental vision. <laughs> it's just he's about to pocket it. It's not a vibrator. <laughs> it's the predator. Must be a purr, right? <laughs> well, the predator purrs first, and he's like, "Oh, is there a cat up here? I, I'll get that." I love cats. Man. <laughs> I'll get that down too. And then it, you hear Mike's recorded voice: "Get down here, Danny." That's my best, Danny Glover. Is that weird that Danny Glover's friend in the movie's name is Danny? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gets killed by the predator. We see the Branscombe necklace drop very dramatically. A little blood trickle on it. Yeah. Oh, man. I would have loved the history lesson Sensei would have had about the necklace. Because he would have... He would have probably had... They would have showed him, like, making it and giving it to Danny. It would have been... The opening scene would have been, like, the war zone in L.A. And then cuts to Sensei in nature, like, in a waterfall, putting that necklace together. Like, with all handmade And then when he shows up to the war zone... Here, kid, happy birthday. And he throws it to Danny. Danny's like 10 years older and calls him kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like, oh, man, thanks. It would have been like a hoop toss, too, where he threw it, and Danny just put his head out, <laughs> and he wrung it around his neck. And he's like, I'll never take it off. I know you won't. And that, and that's how you would know something was wrong with, with Danny. because Did the predator take Danny? Because they found his body. Yeah, he took Danny. What well, he got to get a skull. But what happened? How did, so they, they buried an empty casket? I guess so. Hmm. How do they know he's dead then? Just because of the necklace with some blood on it? Yeah, they just figured. I don't remember them getting his body. I think I, I, I think they just figured he was dead. They were just like, yeah, fuck it. He's dead. <laughs> okay. So now Mike's run in on Captain High. We get the scene where we get the rap sheet. It would be, it, it, and Sensei would be like head of his class at West Point, yep. you know. Every fucking medal you could win in a uh, war stopped World War Three from occurring. He disarmed uh, a nuclear threat. He saved the world from global warming once, but mm-hmm. then it got hit again, and he just couldn't do it. But this is a nice twist because Mike's a fucking absolute nut job. They're like he is roid rage, hemorrhoid rage. Yep, he's he's fucking shot. Five innocent people, but he gets results, and that's all that matters. Yeah. You, as long as you get results, you can be psychotic right. as you want to be. Because there's Captain Henneman who doesn't like him at all, and this is classic for every movie. There's always one guy who sticks up for our main cop, and that's yeah. Captain Pilgrim. Because after hearing this horrible rap sheet, he could have been one of the cops guilty of beating the shit out of Rodney King. Right. Because his rap sheet is just like fucking stand his own ground, beat the shit out of this guy, fucking took out this old lady, snapped this guy's neck, broke this dog's back, and Pilgrim's just like, yeah, but he hands out a lot of speeding tickets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that. that's okay. He gets his quota every month. He hits his quota. But yeah, he's getting shit for Danny's death, because they're like, Mike, I know you sent Danny into there, because we know the eagle eyes, the elemental eyes of Danny Archuleto. Yeah. You're you're the reason he died. Ooh. Mike, you're too close. You're off the case. So Mike storms out. Mike does not do anything in a calm, cool, collect manner. Never. So, like, Sensei, again, he would have just calmly walked through, and somebody would... He, he can never be the first punch. Someone always has to assault him first. Well, try to. Nobody yeah. punches him. Yeah. So in this situation with Mike, he's a hothead. So he actually confronts Keys, who just happens to be crossing by yeah, him. Yeah, just like walking out of a room. Yep. Grabs him by his lapels, 
motherfucker, you back off. <laughs> Stay out of my way. And it was like, fucking, what the hell's going on here? I was just going to take a piss. Right. He's just like, Danny was my boy. I put that necklace on his neck. I made it for him out of precious gemstones, blessed by the spirits of ancient Native Americans. He's just like, okay. Mind your business. <laughs> yeah. And so Mike fucks off, and one of Key's guys like, should we take care of him? No, we're too close. The, I, thought, I thought it was funny that everyone's just too close to something. They can't right. do it. We're, can't. And we're like, what does that mean, too close? What does yeah. that mean? Hands are tied. We're too close. So now Pope has got his latest story on hardcore news. He's showing literally skinned dead bodies on network TV. And hardcore pornography in the corner. And, of course, that's the part that bothered me. I love how the predator covered his trail by always leaving. How many laptops does he go through? He's just like... (laughs) So the predator, he's carjacking. He's fucking stealing laptops. And then, yeah, he's got to have enough to stage these scenes. The predator is the original mechanic. Yes, he inspired the mechanic. Exactly. And uh, Jerry comes in. Check this out, bro. They're even looking for their DA. They're even looking for drug dealers. And there's these strange radar equipment everywhere. Scramble my shit, bro. I lost them at Virgin and Industry. And then Daniel, you mean the Slaughterhouse District? Yeah, I wonder what that means. So Mike's like, look, this was not the Jamaicans. They hang you up, but they, they leave your dick alone. Yeah, they leave the dick alone. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a little meeting with King Willie. And that, that's definitely... That's why he's King Willie, because he's like, I don't touch dicks. Right, he doesn't touch <laughs> dicks. Yeah. And that's not his type of porn. Right. I mean, he, Mike can trace anybody to their porn He always preference. has furry porn. That's King <laughs> Willie's thing. <laughs> yeah, you know. So now we see what is Key's up to. He's got this like they got like these vans with all this surveillance equipment in there. Right, as Jerry kind of told us about, there's surveillance equipment all over the fucking city. So now we get to kind of see it from uh, Key's view, and Key's playing director here. He's like, zoom in on this camera, look closer at that camera, enhance, enhance, enhance. <laughs> and but for some reason, the director decided to enhance on Gary Busey's teeth when he said and that. Apparently, times. this was an IMDb thing. They kind of didn't. They they cut out. There was a scene where you see the one uh, Hispanic woman from the first Terminator who survived. Because it was only Schwarzenegger and the woman who survived. She apparently predator. You said Terminator. <laughs> You're right. <it's> <laughs> I was thinking Schwarzenegger, so I went Terminator. Yeah, I know. for a minute I was but. like, wait, they crossed movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a little uh, like thing I'll talk about later, but. Okay. So she's being like it's it's her character, the actress from the movie, and she's being interviewed about the Predator. But they for some reason they cut that. But you can see, I guess, her in the background. But they don't cut. They don't show that interview happened. Okay. But yeah. So now we have the tie to the first movie. Oh, cool. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I had a long time with this movie. I was like, what's the motive here? Like, why is Predator just here now? But hunting oh, Joe yeah. Bro. Yeah, Joe Bro. He's got to fucking get his testosterone. So before Mike goes to see off the meeting with Big Willie, he checks out. I mean, I'm saying Big Willie. It's King Willie. King Willie. He got to check in with the coroner. And they're like, what killed Dan? She's like, auto-asphyxiation. They found him hanging upside down naked. <laughs> so apparently they did find a body because they do yeah. go to the scientist woman. Yeah. Jerry's playing with jars and shit, knocking stuff over. Yeah, I love how she's just a medical examiner. She has like this... High tech equipment for other shit. Like, uh, yeah. she does autopsy. What the fuck would she? But she, she's like this fucking science expert for the entire LAPD. Yeah. 
And she's like, he's like, Mike pulls the fucking. How, he must have found Danny's body. He, he found gets, Danny's. He, I don't remember. How I don't remember it either. But, but he, he has the fucking projectile. He definitely so. found Danny's body because he got the projectile and said this was in Danny's hand. Yeah, check this out. Yeah, there was a lot of like cuts because yeah, because it's, we're like three days later too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he's like, yeah, look at this. She just like puts it in a microwave and like boop 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 types some shit up, and she's <laughs> like, this is this is. No elements. I've se- I-, I have elemental eyesight too, and I'm not seeing anything here. <laughs> like, it's literally invisible to me because I don't know what the <laughs> elements are. I think it's made from unobtainium. I I just love that Jerry drops in this line. We're gonna need another. Uh, our, <laughs> fucking up Jerry's line, and we're gonna need a bigger periodic table. <laughs> That's a Jaws reference. So. Yeah, it is. I, it's very interesting how many movies the so reference. So interesting, here. I don't even remember that. Line. That's that's just a modern movie thing to reference every other movie in your movie that's yeah. not have anything to do with. And those then movies. you know it's unobtainium from yeah. Avatar. This is this is a tie into Avatar. Now it's tying in. And then Mike says, "Somebody smoking? Wait, what was the what? mask thing? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody stop me! Somebody see? No, he says that later when King <laughs> Willie's people oh, pick right. him off. Of course. Anyways. Okay. They, so they leave. As they're walking out, Jerry and walking out, the Jamaicans show up in a Cadillac with a zebra ragtop, like zebra print <laughs> ragtop on it. Yeah, that was good. Open it up, fucking pot smoke, because they're in Jamaicans. Of course, they only smoke pot, which is the thing is, Jamaicans aren't voodoo. That's Haiti, first yeah, of all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like Rastafarians, which makes sense they'd be smoking weed. Yes. So they're mixing up their cultures. I don't they, like that. I don't, I don't like, like they, that. I don't like that at all. Yeah. And, uh, and Jerry's like, fuck, hand me a blunt, bro. And they're like, no, I'm going to go see them. You go surveil somebody. All Jerry's job is to surveil people. Yeah, yeah. So they get in there. Willie, we'll see you now, man. And then Mike gets in with them. And they're like, he must have been totally fucked up out of his mind just in the car ride to the Zargtha Alley because yeah. it's just full of pot smoke. Yeah, I believe they call that a oyster bake when you have no <laughs> windows open. I don't know. Yeah. And we hear the, I can't do the noise. What's the predator noise? Per- <laughs> <laughs> sound like Julie Newmar from Catwoman playing Catwoman. <laughs> so, hey, at least it was a Catwoman, though. Yeah. So we go to the Zarkta Alley. We know it's a Zarkta because the water's pouring in. It's like, it's like <laughs> is it a Zarkta Alley or is it the fucking shower room of Tango and Cash? Because there's just water <laughs> drenching everywhere. And I love this scene because King Willie's a familiar face. This is Deke O'Malley from Cotton Comes to Harlem. He's nice. Doing, he's doing another con, Griff. He's playing a Rasta guy. Nice. So, so he's got this Calvin Lockhart. He's got the fucking dreads. Yep. And he's just rolling them bones. He's, he just got. He's like, I just got back from Buffalo Wild Wings, man. <laughs> These fucking wings are great. They have twenty three flavors, and they're all good. Except the jerk. It's pretty. The jerk sauce is pretty bad, man. <laughs> the jerk is not what. Back at home, we have better jerk sauce. So he's rolling the bones on a fucking steel drum. The whole thing with the real, uh, the, the reveal of the chicken bones is the best part ever because he just turns. There's a barrel right there, and he throws bones across it. Hovers his hand over it. No, 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 my friend. <laughs> they say you want me. Offer me favors. They kill yours and mine, man. We should work together. That's what Mike says, actually. Oh, okay. I he said it. <laughs> well, okay. I, I do like that the weed has had such an effect on Mike <laughs> that now he's talking <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. 
He went full blown NATO. He's like, <laughs> he's got dreads now and shit. Hey, went in Jamaica or he's Haiti. He's got a fucking uh, Bob Marley shirt on. <laughs> oh, went in Jamaica. He's doing hacky sack. It's fucking weird. <laughs> he's doing hacky sack. And then <laughs> King Willie rolls the bones again. This is Dreadmon. Nothing else. Prepare yourself. I, I guess Mike is just like, yeah, that's good enough for me. Because he leaves. Right. And now I'm starting to wonder, did Mitch Buchanan miss one Zargatha? Because I swear I saw some Zargatha vision happening here. No, that's good old plain Predator vision. Just Predator vision. Because we get a nice scene of he drops. He's he's cloaked, but he drops down in in drenched alleys. There's water everywhere. So you you can't can't cloak that. Yeah. Drops down in the water. So King Willie sees the fucking footprints going through the water. And then I guess... Willie seems like he understands it's happening. I don't know how, but he gets like his little bone knife out. Well, he's got no, it's a cane knife. He like pulls, cane he, knife. He pulls okay. the cane out, and there's like a sword on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's ready to fight, but he can't handle a predator. No, we can't handle. I mean, Sensei Seagal could. Yeah, he would throw the knife away, square up, and Aikido him. This would be the spot where he would Aikido him in the right. alley. Yeah, I like that. And then the predator would. would... <laughs> so much slapping. It would sound like Boldo working the sticks yesterday. Right. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> so they don't, we don't even they don't even give King Willie a fight. We just see his head, and they pull out, and it's a predator just holding it like a fucking bowling ball. Yeah, and this is where we get to see him go down to the Punisher sewer system, and he's right. cleaning off the skull, and he's right. putting he's like it buffing up. it, yep. and shit, and just puts it. He's got a special place just for human skull, like mounted. Yeah, and he's like perfect. He does a chef kiss. Mwah. And we get to find out about, you know, well, the world gets to find out about uh, Big Willie's, Big Willie, King Willie's demise from Tony Pope, the number one news source. A fitting end for the Prince of Powder. (laughs) So Mike calls his crew together and he's just like, I think I know who killed Willie. I don't know who it was. Who was it, Griff? (laughs) (laughs) It's an inside job. Is that what he's saying? Because they don't know. They, obviously, it makes no sense to think maybe it's an alien. So I think you're still thinking people are killing these guys. No, no. He just. I. I think what I was getting at here in the notes is just that they knew whoever killed Willie was the killer who's been responsible for hanging oh, all the bodies. Okay, that's yeah. all. That's all we're getting at okay. there. Um, and they just happen to be talking with the coroner again, right? And she's like, "Get this. There was some residue, some cat, traces of cattle blood and steroids." On King Willie's body. Also, some of those weird pills Joe Rogan's always pushing. The ones, a lot of evidence of those. The ones everywhere. that make your dick hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, of course, there make was your the, bone shootout. Yep. Uh, he had some ivermectin in the in the system as well, and of course, uh, Z bodies. Well, that would make sense that if ivermectin were some cattle are because that's yeah. what it's for. Oh, oh yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> <laughs> so Mike's like, it's got to be keys. What? What the fuck are you talking about? Because he was they they trailed him to the slaughterhouse district. It's got to be keys. That's right. He's up to something. But he's like, first, I've got to go. I've got this would be a great sensei Seagal scene. He's like, I got to commune with the spirits of Danny. Yeah. So he goes to the cemetery. Only Danny would know. I've got to go talk to him. But sir, Danny's dead. He can't talk anymore because he's dead. He has no corporal presence on this earth. That's me doing Bill Paxton. Does he? And then he would just walk out. And, and he'd walk out slow motion, and they'd be like, whoosh. 
<laughs> he would have a duster, and you would get a slow motion effect of the coat, like sw- you know, like following behind him, swooshing over. I love how this was like his brother. Yet fucking, he couldn't be bothered to go to the cemetery. This is like his first time, like going. It's to his the first grave. time. Well, as we complain about in this, uh, you know, going to the theater. I don't understand time in this movie. They don't understand time in this movie because it seems like it's taken place over two days. And Danny's been in the ground for maybe five minutes, uh, by my calculation, or not in the ground at all. Well, he's been in the ground for about a month because there's grass on his grave. No? There is already grass on the sod. It's just fresh sod. Oh, okay. I I don't know what to say about it because it's going so fast and yet so slow somehow. So Mike's there to leave his badge and a picture of those two together on the on the grave site. Good. Yeah. That's where it should be. It shouldn't be like where the murder happened, like people when car crashes happen. They got oh, a fucking yeah, shrine and everything. Fucking shrine up. It's weird. And the predator's watching because he knows, like, this is the ultimate uh, prey is fucking Mike. Right. Because he's so crazy, you can't predict what he's going to do. So it's like, it's like a bull, fucking, you know, mad bull and shit. Yeah. But before he does that, we see a little kid playing with his little, like, Turquoise machine gun or ping machine gun. Yeah. Uzi. Yeah. The Predator's like, am I going to have to kill a motherfucker? And then he zooms in. He's like, oh, it's just plastic. He, he, he's, he's much better than a cop. He's like, he, he doesn't need to have the little orange fucking tip on the gun. He's like, that's a, yeah. that's a toy, obviously. Yeah, Predators are capable without even... They can only see an infrared for all I can tell. Right. But they still can figure out that it was a toy gun. Right. And... I mean, he confronts the kid, and the kid's not even scared. He's just like, hey, want some candy? (laughs) I mean, it was purring like a kitten, so I guess, you know. And then he records that. He's like, I might need to use that for a phony phone call later on. (laughs) He's going to call into, I mean, 97, all the fucking shock jocks Jerky boys, dude. Jerky Jerky boys. boys. All the prank calls were out there. So, and then he, he, I I guess he's trying to, he's trying to lure fucking Mike towards him, because he leaves that. Beautiful from the Branscombe collection yep. necklace. Yeah, and why is the predator so interested in getting Mike? Why is he? Is this fun? Because he's the super cop. He's the ultimate prey. Okay, and so yeah. predator is after him because of that. Yeah, it's like okay. going after a lion, the king of the jungle. Oh, he's actually he's had an eye on him from the beginning of the movie. He's like that guy, that guy. Yeah, that's my dude. Right. I wonder if it just has to do with all the pheromones, because Mike is sweating profusely throughout this whole movie. Well, everybody is. It's 109 degrees. It is 109 degrees. And then Mike, much like Sensei, would have sensed, like, something oh my going God. on. And he pulls out his gun. Huh, where are you? Where are you? I was <laughs> just going to say, this is the dumbest scene, because we get nine different shots of him turning towards the camera. <laughs> Up, down, left, right, A, B, select, start. <laughs> and next thing you know, Mike just disappears, because he put in the wrong code. Yeah, but not before he finds that beautiful necklace hanging from a tree. So now we we come back to Leona and Jerry. They're on the subway. I didn't know L.A. had a subway. Yeah, uh, Elon Musk made it, actually. (laughs) Because it looked like Elon Musk. It went like 20 (laughs) yards. (laughs) It's the hypertube or whatever. Hyperloop. And as they're on there, this is 97. Crime is out of control in L.A. So we get another gang wearing... they They were like fucking... College like hacky sack dope smoking rastas like they they like white boys with like fucking dreads and like colorful like tie dye. This was the most obnoxious gang ever, and I loved them because we don't get gangs like they this would in be destroyed in the Warriors world. Oh 19. my! I think God. Warriors takes place in ninety seven too. So. Yeah, I actually I think you're right. 
Yeah, Van Hollow yeah, would beat they, the fuck they out gotta, of these guys. They got to stay on the West Coast. You don't come to New York. With yeah, that shit. yeah, yeah. You don't come to the East Coast. And then they start fucking. This is a nice callback to you're too young to remember Bernard Getz, who was a guy who was on the subway in the early '80s and shot some kids. Of course, and, you know. So it was like divided. Some people were like, "Fuck yeah, shoot these fucking kids," and some people were like, "No, you shouldn't shoot kids." Right. We still do this argument today. And so he like pulls out a gun and then a nice gag everybody like grandmas pull out guns yep. and shit and Jerry's like oh bros is cool out man put your gun away and then the fuck you call it a bus but it is a subway yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. stops and that's when all pred breaks loose Ugh. we get the pred vision the lights go out epileptic starts in yeah for some reason the lights are flashing I thought like Malachi Black was gonna show up <laughs> Jerry's like, get off, get everybody off, I'll handle this. Leona's like, no, I'm, 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 your, I'm your partner. They finally bonded. She, when you touch a man's balls, you got to bond for life. Yeah, uh, she she heard his dick go snicked and uh, <laughs> realized he had a lump and they had a moment. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like fucking the fucking laser cannon starts blowing away all the gangbangers and shit. Yeah, it, it's a massacre. Uh, but he's killing all the right people. Yeah, he is. He's doing. He a very is good a job. law-abiding, gun, a gun-toting uh, citizen. That's right. He's doing a good job. I, I like the. I mean, he is using his laser cannon here, yeah. but you know, he's pretty. He's got a. He's got a crack shot. So, is he the good guy with the gun in this situation? Yes, he's doing what no one else had the balls to do. He's standing up, standing around, standing everybody's ground. He is playing the role of Paul Kersey. He is. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Death wish. Uh, so. But. Jerry's like, I'm a cop. It's my job. I don't want this guy to make me look bad. So Jerry's got some problems with Predator. So he starts. What? What? He's like, literally, he can see. I mean, he's cloaked, but you can see where he's moving. Yeah. He shoots point blank. Somehow misses the Predator. He's like, Is that what was? Because he's even shooting. Leona's on the opposite side. We're on a subway. So it is a straight shot. There is only one walkway. Uh, uh, Predator's walking right directly in front of him. And then the people are on the other side. So if he's missing somehow, what's happening with the ball? Because they would be going into the people on the other side of the Predator if he was missing somehow. So they got to be hitting the Predator. They're just not doing anything. Right? Yet, at the end of the movie, he's totally eating bullets. That yeah. made no sense. Yeah, I have no idea what to make of this. But I don't know. He's just missing. He's not a good shot. Yeah. And does he? It gets it, it, like they really just turn the lights off for a while here. <laughs> Because I remember, I, I thought Jerry gets fucked up or gets he killed. He gets killed. He gets killed. And here's what I want to point out. Bill Paxton is one of the few guys to have been killed by a Terminator, an alien, and a Predator. Oh, very the only, nice. only other guy is Lance Henriksen, who I don't even, I don't know, I'm not sure about Lance Henriksen because I don't know if he got killed by a Terminator. He was in the police station when the Terminator came in, but I don't know if he got killed. Interesting. But yeah. So two guys in the whole wide world have been killed by a Terminator, Predator, alien. Okay. So this leaves, of course, Leona by herself. Right. And Predator, I I don't remember how she ends up face-to-face with the Predator, but she He just grabs her, and he starts scanning her, and then he hears this boom, 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 boom. She's, she's two weeks pregnant. He can see it. And he goes, can, you know, he's like, life begins <laughs> at conception. And he lets her go. So we see that these guys, you know, they're they're conser- they have good conservative values. Oh, no, they're just okay. 
You know, they're 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 the, they're the good guys. It's adding up. Good guy with a gun mostly kills people of color. Yeah, it all adds up. And they put her in the 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 ambulance because she's like in shock. She only get killed by an alien for fuck's sake. And the guy's like, yeah, she's pregnant. He puts like a stethoscope to her stomach. He, she's yeah, pregnant. yeah, yeah. Again, two weeks pregnant. There's nothing there <laughs> to get a heartbeat. Or of. is there? Or is there? Of course. Every state will decide that. Well, we are talking about mysticism and voodoo. And are shit, they? So. They are they? Though they're in the godless California, so they wouldn't know that. But they were in Oklahoma. They go, yes, this is a this is a life. Right, but it is one of those like uh, Doctors Without Borders situations where they had to fly people in from the good old good boys southern states to help out because the Obamas aren't going to take care of that situation. That's mm-hmm. left for the hardworking Republicans to fix right. all those bad liberal shitholes. Mike Supercop arrives at the scene. Pilgrim's there for some reason. And he's just like, Mike, you're too close. I told, I took you off this case. I'm the only guy who can do this. Throws Pilgrim out of the way. Yeah. Runs after it. We get this nice scene where uh, a predator has Jerry's body. He's chopping the head up and he's he and pulling out the the spinal uh, column too. Yeah, I guess can you do that? Can you just go? Whoops, uh, in Mortal Kombat, you can. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, in the real world too. He did yell fatality after yeah, he did it. That's right. And so he just, he just throws fucking Jerry's body like a piece of trash on the tracks and shit. And then Mike's like, Jason, I'm chilling, you motherfucker, away from me. And so he's chasing him. Predator just slings, straps the fucking skull and spine on his back, and he's out. Yep. So Mike's like, I'm going to follow him by car. Because the Predator just, like, climbs up, a, like, Spider-Man style, climbs up a building. Yeah. And starts leaping from, like, rooftop to rooftop. Was this where, doesn't the Predator have a problem with his cloaking at this point? What happens is the Predator is standing, like, I guess, given his, his fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin, like, hell yeah, sign, <laughs> and a lightning bolt hits him. What? And I think that fucks up his like cloaking device. Man, he must have he must have had like a bang energy drink right then because there's no reason for him to just stand and cheer. He probably just hit a fucking you know did a testosterone bong hit or something. So Mike spots that 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 move and he's like, "Wow, great move!" And he's he's distracted <laughs> and he gets t boned by Key's crew. Oh yeah. So they bring him into the surveillance truck and they're finally going to explain everything that he needs to know. The first key's like, you're a predator one. And like Mike's like, no, I don't think I have. I, I know the, the the I heard I listened to the great podcast on Predator Two from Growing Globe Theater, but I haven't they they didn't done Predator one, so why bother? Yeah. They were really harsh on me. That's true. Well, let me explain it. And he explains he tells the whole story. Originally, I I this 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 episode's been so long, I don't know if I fucking told you this. IMDB says that originally Key's role was gonna be Schwarzenegger's Dutch character. Oh, and he was that's why he was so like I gotta get this fucking predator man that would have made way more sense but Schwarzenegger wanted more money so yeah. that's why it didn't happen oh uh, and they didn't even want to use name yeah okay so and I think they wanted to well they, I think they wanted to do another like questioning scene that you would see in the background with Schwarzenegger like you know talking about the predator but no Okay. Schwarzenegger's like, not doing Not, not going to happen. Not going to happen. So this is our first glimpse into our timeline because Key says, we've been surveilling him for the last two weeks. So apparently, this movie has taken place over two weeks because okay. in the first day, we see Keys arrive. So yeah, okay. there we go. And like, I learned his patterns. He returns the same place 
in order to feast. He's a fucking asshole trophy hunter. He doesn't even eat the humans. Nope. He kills. Just skins them and then throws their corpses like those fucking assholes that cut off a rhino's horn and just leave the fucking rhino there. Yep. Fuck you. You're a piece Fuck of shit. you. And he's like, yeah, it's got a taste for beef. <laughs> the raw shit. And then he somehow... They figured out that they see by heat vision, infrared. I don't know how they figured. I it don't out. know how they figured it out because I thought again it makes more sense if it's Dutch if he somehow figured mm. something out about it. Yeah, you know. So, but he's like, but don't worry. This sounds very sketchy to me. We douse the slaughterhouse with radioactive dust <laughs> to track him. That's right out of a comic book. Yeah. So, and they're going to do it because then, as they say that, the Predator returns with his fresh kill. He's like, I got to chow down, bro. Yeah. Got to paleo up this motherfucker. Got to paleo up. And he's got the latest Joe Rogan on auto. He's going to play Dude, it. he's getting ready to relax. He's got the <laughs> testosterone bong ready to be fired up again. He's got his tower of bang energy drinks ready to go. He's got he's got uh, like you know Twitter fired up to own some libs and everything. Like He's going to have a great fucking night. He went out and had a kill. And so Mike's surveying it with them because they got him all in camera. He's like, oh, my God, what is he doing? Kill like- that motherfucker. Kill him now. No, we don't want to kill him. We want to capture him. Yeah, well, Mike's the one who points that out. He's like, wait, why do you guys have extinguishers? He's like, you motherfuckers are going to capture him. Well, of course we're going to capture him. I mean... This makes perfect, but I'm on Mike. I'm on not fuck Mike. I'm on Key's side. It's like, think of the fucking technology we can learn. They, they, they might not even want to, like... Torture him or dissect him. They want to talk to him. Whatever the fibers in that loincloth alone. I mean, what is that? It's right. definitely not on the periodic table. No, nothing about him is on the periodic table. <laughs> nothing about him. So I don't know. I'm on Key's side here. It's like, fuck, we could be, we could be doing space travel. Maybe, like, Key says he wants to befriend this fucking alien. And Mike's like, kill it! Yeah. So now Mike's like, and then, you would think Key's is way too important for this mission. He's like, I'm going in. Yeah. So they all suit up in their Mr. Freeze outfits. Again, Keys is looking like he's not that bad of. I mean, obviously he's got he's very just. He's not a bad guy because he's a hero. He does he dies a heroic death for fuck's sake. Yeah, there's nothing villainous about fucking Mr. Keys. By the worst frisbee ever made. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to get to Hawaii. I might argue with you about that. <laughs> <laughs> what? So yeah, so he goes in with his crew. Okay, now this is a dumb fucking plan. They have liquid nitrogen guns. Yes, that would kill a fucking predator. It would just, it would, it would make if you hit him, you just blasted him with him. His yeah. skin would freeze and just break off. He'd just be like, he'd be skinned. You're assuming a lot of things about it. Like you don't know how the body, his organic matter, is going to react <laughs> to liquid nitrogen. Well, I know how it would on a human. Not so good. Why don't you use? In a- fact. I might get rid of the acid pit and just spray one of our losers <laughs> with liquid nitrogen and just shatter them with a hammer. Okay. I, I mean, that's a good idea. I think what you should do, uh, we'll talk about, wait, did the Predator goo already happen? Yeah, the Predator goo scene already happened. When he ha- when he goes into that old woman's house. No, that hasn't happened. That hasn't happened? No. Oh, that happens after here. Yeah. Okay. We just met the Predator. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So they're, they're like, don't worry. We got ultraviolet lights. He won't see it coming. He only sees an infrared. But he doesn't know the prayer's got that advanced technology. Yeah. He's got ultraviolet vision with his helmet. And he also knows, I mean, he's got uh, a recording of kids going Marco Polo. So he just right. plays Marco and everyone says Polo. Polo. So, I mean, you're fucked. And Mike realizes that. He's like, fuck that. I'm Hero Cop. I have to save everybody. 
So he pulls a gun on a motherfucker and uses them a hostage to get out, gets out, and they're like cool with it. They're like, let him go. Let well, him they go. don't want to chase him in there. They're like, I'm not getting predatored. <laughs> so Mike runs to his fucking trunk arsenal, pulls out his giant hand cannon, and is like, here I am. While that's going on, the predator, like, you know, the, we see all the radioactive dust flying everywhere. Apparently that doesn't bother a predator. Or maybe he'll get cancer late, like 10 years later. Yeah, yeah. But it's not bothering him right now. Right. So Predator, he, he's gonna, he's ready to make his move. Which is always just leap down in the middle. Right. And he does he like he was in the rafters for a minute there. He actually goes outside onto the roof, finds a moonlight, you know, one of those windows to let the moonlight or sunlight in. Skylight, yeah. Skylight, thank you. Yeah. And he drops through that because you can't you can't drop without glass underneath <laughs> right. you. Like he is a mud show uh alien hunter. He knows drama. He knows how to you know, Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe he has a little session with thumbtacks, too. <laughs> that was later. <laughs> and he just starts fucking laying into these guys. The guys freak out because they're scientists, first and foremost. Yep. So he's taking them out. Just like every other fight, everybody with a gun, now shooting each other. It's big, horrible crossfire. The predator swoops in, hits one guy. They all start shooting at each other. He just drops to the floor and lets them kill each other. Uh, but, yeah, everyone's getting all fucked up. The guys outside are like, Fuck, Predator got him. I, I, I guess case closed, but not case closed. His keys is still alive, but he took his helmet off in a room full of radioactive dust. I think, is this where the, uh, I think the Predator's, like, lasers he made the uh, the sprinkler system go off. Yes. Which, if you, wouldn't that be, like, this sheets of, like, sleet hitting you? Because they're in a, fro- fr- a free frozen, like, Yeah, I room. guess that would. If they could even get out, yeah. Because this is where would. they keep all, like, the sides of beef. Like, it's like a, it's a giant freezer. Why would there be a sprinkler system? Because you couldn't have the running water in there, yeah, depending on how cold it is. Because no, we need it for the scene. Because I think their rationale was that would tamp down the radioactive dust, I think. So so then it would make sense that Keys would take his helmet off. Because we have to see. We paid for Gary Busey. We got to see those teeth. I got to see those teeth. I mean, you could see them, too the helmet somehow but yeah gotta take it off so he rips off his helmet and just when that happens mike's like hero cop to the rescue he had a bazooka i don't know what the fuck happened giant explosion happens mike comes in after it i think the predator just lasers fucking uh, keys because keys disappears yeah keys just kind of like pass out and i we don't get to see him leap away from the explosion so we're assumed he's he's consumed yeah he's incinerated and then the predator, he's like, "I gotta hide again," but like, that's break because of that water. Oh, yeah, they don't, they didn't, they didn't uh, expect water would well, affect their material. I think that happened in the first movie too. It was like, the shit gets wet, and all of a sudden it just breaks down. Hey, I mean, they shouldn't have farmed the shit out to China. That's the problem. I, I last yeah, last year in July, my little neighbor, uh, the little girl next door to me, shot shot my pocket with a squirt gun, and it killed my cell phone. So. That cheap Chinese labor. Even the predators take advantage exactly. of it. Exactly. So that's his downfall because now fucking uh, Mike can see him and Mike can shoot at him and he's shooting him. He's shooting him. They, uh, I mean, it doesn't seem like the, the shooting actually is, the, these bullets are hitting him. Yeah. Now that he doesn't have his cloak, which apparently the cloak just like takes the bullets and throws them into the <laughs> trash lodge or something. It, it actually distracts the bullets. The bullets don't know where to hit. <laughs> oh, okay. Look how good that camouflage is. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah, we see the Ghostbuster ectoplasm energy drink blood just pouring out of him. Yeah. And there's a little scuffle. And I think Mike just shoots him with a shotgun. He's got a shotgun with a scope on it, of course. Yes. It's the future. 
And but they're even though for Shaka not very powerful because they're just leaving tiny little holes in the predator. Yeah. And so the predator actually gets knocked down. Mike approaches it. And again, these fight scenes would have been incredible if Sensei was in here. It'd be incredible. No, it'd be incredible if Steve James was doing this. No, that would that would actually legitimately be, be right. incredible. <laughs> yeah. It would still be incredible in a very Sensei way. Mm-hmm. It would just wouldn't make any sense, and it would completely shit all over the logic of a predator. Well, no, because what would have happened was Sensei would have just he would have took off. He'd have like his black belt belt on. He would have wrapped it around his eyes, and then he would have just let all his other senses take over, yeah. and he would have pulled out a katana. And he would have had a sword fight with the Predator. Oh, yeah. It would have been so good. The Predator would have had his, like, his, his Wolverine claws, and he'd be going back and forth. I feel like the Sensei would catch the blade somehow, yeah. rip it off, and then wear it. He you know, he would catch the blade, snap the arm that had oh, the... because he loves dislocating things by the elbow. Yeah. And it does look like Predators have elbows. They do. Which may be their greatest weakness. Or maybe it's the Achilles. Maybe they have the same follies as man. The Achilles elbow? Yeah, the Achilles elbow. <laughs> oh. All I know is Mike thinks he's dead, so he's got he's got to see what's behind this mask. Yeah. Well, he's seen enough Scooby Doo to know that this is probably just Is this old man withers? <laughs> exactly. And he pulls it off and he's like, Holy shit, it's an alien. He's one ugly mu and then the predator's like, I'm ahead of you. I knew what you were gonna say. Yeah. Motherfucker. Er, er, fuck. Er. And he just grabs Mike by the throat or some shit. I don't know, but Mike's in trouble. And just as he's about to die, hey there, you want some more of this motherfucker? It's our boy Key. Somehow he survived that blast. His face is fried. He's two faced now. Yep. But so this is the evil fucking government fed. Risking his life for fucking Mike's douchebag ass. Yeah, Mike, who's been nothing but dead weight this whole movie, just trying to fucking bombard his plan, sneak around. And he's like, get out of here. I'm going to sacrifice myself for you. And then so he's just standing there. He's, I think he, he doused the, the Predator with a little liquid night. Yep. And the Predator's like, fuck this shit. I've seen Heart Ticket to Hawaii. Pulls out his fucking Space Age Frisbee. It's, it's like... It's not not even spinning. It's just flying towards them. Yeah, yeah. We we watched this on slow mo when you got here. Uh, no part of this fris- frisbee spins. It just moves and one. We see how deadly it is because it's cutting through sides of beef like like fucking a hot knife through butter. And this is how they hide the actual decapitation, which Andy Sedaris would have been offended by. Yeah, you need to show that very close. You need to see it. Stuck. I actually no, he wouldn't because what happened was they originally showed it. And Sedaris is like, I have a copyright on that. You cannot show a guy get beheaded with a frisbee. Oh, but still, if Sedaris were doing it, yeah. it would have been in there because that's Sedaris shot. Right. The Sedaris shot, if you will. Yeah, that's what, yeah, it's known as the Sedaris shot in the industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If someone gets beheaded by a frisbee. Of course. Because it happens all the time. <laughs> so, yeah, we just see the body flop down. We don't even see the head go anywhere. Like, the head just disappears. Maybe it gets blown up by the frisbee. Maybe. So... Bye bye keys. So now you know predators going to be running. Uh, we got Mike running for the roofs because again, you just always run to the roofs. It's the safest place to be when you're being chased. Go yeah. to the roof. We got predator following pigeons flying in slow motion. Sh- Come on, they did. They almost took the Sedera shot, and now they're doing the woo shot. Yeah, he's doing a new movie. Did you know that? 
Like, it's like his first movie, and it does. Did I dream this? He's doing his first movie in like 15 years. Well, you're welcome, John Woo. We made you relevant again. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. You know what you did, Woo. So Mike, he notices that frisbee. He's like, hey, I can do something with that. And he, he grabs it. And the predator, I, they, they scuffle. I don't know. I, this, I got confused here. All I know is they scuffle and they fall over the side of a, a fucking building. Mike lands on a ledge. He has like a 350-pound predator hanging on his arm. Yeah. The Frisbee's lodged in the ledge somehow. Oh, that's right. I think the predator had it. Mike didn't have it yet. Yeah, that sounds right. And the predator's like, I guess I'm fucked. Time for self-destruct mode. So he's, that's right. Because he, they got to cover their tracks. That's why no one's ever known that predators have been there because they, they cover they, their tracks. Yes, of course. And so he's like, let me fire. I've got to own this liberal real quick, and then I'm going to self-destruct. <laughs> he off a couple tweets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like, Elon Musk just tweeted out a banger of a fucking tweet. I gotta, he really liked it, retweeted I gotta it. I like retweet. Quote retweeted Quote, it. Quote retweet. And that that gives Mike enough time to to like dislodge the fucking uh, super frisbee, right? And that, he, he he well, he said what we were all thinking. All right, pussy face. He does, the predators do have pussy faces. They do. Very. I, I want. I get props. Very like original look for an alien. It's not that boring. Like uh, sleek. Yeah. With yeah. The big eyes. Yep. Yeah. Cool look. And cool pussy face. It's your move. And he grabs that frisbee and just zamp, slices off the fucking self-destruct arm. Predator still got his fucking Wolverine claw. So he's like scratching and somehow it slows him. He's just literally just scratching the surface of the building. Yeah. Slows him enough. He bashes his way into a bathroom. He, lay, well, he, he, he grabs onto a drain pipe, which would not be able to hold no. 300 pounds. And it, he falls over into the the, okay. the building on the other side of the, the Zargtha alley. Oh, okay. Crashes okay. into a, a, the bathroom of someone's apartment. So we get a little bit of a fun scene here because it's like the old lady's walking up to the door of her bathroom that's shut. And she, she's like trying to listen in if somebody's in there. And then the, the predator looks into a mirror and he sees an image of him with a beard. And he goes... What am I? <laughs> Who am I? And he has this total like existential moment. Shit, are you saying that Brain uses predator technology? Yes. <laughs> to do uh, all how, who, how can you ever do those You think industrial light and magic can do those special effects he does in his fucking movies? I have figured out with the blue goo that the predator uses here. Braindrinochrome. <laughs> Braindrinochrome? Okay. Braindrinochrome. All I know is apparently uh, human plaster is a great (laughs) – great. maybe they come for our plaster and they just stay for the hunt. Maybe. Because it's a great healing to the predators because the the predator punches into the wall, crunches up some plaster into the sink. Yeah. Then then uses, he, he's got a little super like little hot plate that yeah. he has. Opens that up, puts it in there. Of course. His ashtray. Puts the, yeah. puts the Brindrinochrome. Brindrinochrome. Goo into it, yeah. Lights it on fire, and then just spackles it all over his wounds. Cauterizes his severed fucking hand. Covers up the fucking uh, bullet wounds. Mike's just like watching this from the building right. next door. He's like, "Oh, what is that over there? What's that blue goo he's got?" And while that's happening, a woman watching Jeopardy is like, "Stanley, there's somebody in our bathroom. Tell him to flush." 
<laughs> That's a good joke, actually. I like that one. <laughs> so make sure he flushes three times. Now, like Mike, this this would be a sensei move. The predator is scared of Mike. Yeah, like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the part. Like sensei started to rewrite it, and they're like, "Wait, he's gonna rewrite the whole movie." But, but this they, would be classic gun nut thing. As soon as he doesn't have his weapons, he turns into a bitch. It's like I gotta get out of here. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. So, yeah, Predator crashed through the door right through the old lady. Mike chases in after him. And then the old lady's like, what the? F-? She's more offended that there's a black man in her house than a Predator. <laughs> she tries to shoot Mike. And, it, like, for the first time, Mike has a calm, like, demeanor to him. And he's like, it's okay. Like, he pulls up his lethal weapon, like, calm demeanor. It's okay. I'm a cop. And she's like, fuck yeah, you're not. I, I'm going to shoot you now. Ted, where's your gun? I'm standing my ground. <laughs> He's like dodging bullets. So the predator jumps in the elevator. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I like this. I didn't get this scene at all. I have no idea. I the, don't remember. Mike's this. like, I don't have time to wait for the elevator. I'm just going to grab the fucking cables. Yeah. So he, and then as soon as he grabs the cable, some the old lady must have pushed. I'm gonna kill you. Pushes the <laughs> elevator button for the, the bottom floor. Yeah. But fortunately, there's a hole in the bottom of the elevator. Oh yeah, shaft. that's right. And they fall completely through. Fall, and now he, there's a, there's like an underground bat cave. Yes. It just so happened that the predator has like made a hole at the bottom of this elevator shaft that they both go through, and that's where his fucking spaceship is. <laughs> yes. What the fuck is this? Super convenient. And he forgets he leaves the door open, which Mike's like, yeah, open door, I can come in. That's right. Well, vampire rules, after all. So he's, and then apparently, like, Anthrop Chris, we got to ask him, was he on a, uh, has he ever been on a Predator ship? Because the fog machine is going crazy Ooh, on the Predator ship. A lot of gold and a lot of fog. Yeah. And the gold lights up, it, like, reacts to the fog. Very interesting. And he walks into the trophy room, and this is the scene that launched a million nerd boners. We see an alien skull there. Oh. This is why we got two Alien versus Predator movies and a million comic books. Interesting. Because some guy said it'd be cool. This is the first meta fucking thing, you know, before yeah, Marvel yeah, yeah. did this shit. And it's like, ooh, an alien skull. What is that? You know, I know that. That's an alien. And then the Predator, like, he's like, fuck it. I guess we got to fight, Mike. Yeah. I guess we got to fight. Pop out. I don't know. They Mike's just, yeah, Mike, somehow Mike, average sized guy, beating the shit out of it. I mean, he must be an arm and has brinochromes in him. Uh, the br- you think that would be like, that would just pump him up. He'd be ready to kill. Yeah, I thought it would too. But Mike does have the trusty frizz on him. Yeah. So he just goes right in the gut of the predator. That's right. Yeah. And somehow it's now it's like a saw blade just cutting him, like just right. emboweling him. Yeah. And then he collapses, and then we're, we're waiting for the jump scare. It doesn't come because we see the little pussy claws, like, move a little. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And everybody knows he's dead. He's finally dead. And just as he's about to just, I don't know, scavenge his body, whatever he's going to do, we see a bunch of predators come out. And one's like, holy shit, man. What are we going to tell Mike's wife? Because this guy, this prayer's also name is Mike. That's, right. That was the irony of it. Mike killing a Mike. Oh, interesting. I mean, it's Mike in Predator language. I don't know what that is. I don't speak Predator. I, yeah, I don't speak Predator But either. it's Mike translated. Yeah. And he's like, we were just going to have a fucking bachelor party, and we were going to hunt some humans, and now he's dead. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to tell his wife. Yeah. So they're like, just grab the body, grab the body. Let, let this guy go. 
We, he's earned our respect. And so much so, I'm going to give him one of my, my trophies. And he pulls out a fucking flintlock pistol from fucking 1715. It says Rafael Alfonso Ribeira on it. Ooh. And so, and apparently they did a comic book about the, this character, the gun. Oh, he's okay. a pirate or some bullshit. Okay. Because, cause like, fucking Mike, he's pumped up. He's like, who's next, motherfucker? And they're like, we don't want any of this shit. We wouldn't have even done, a com- like, two comic books about it. It would have got its own 10-episode miniseries straight to Disney+. Plus. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's coming. When, when, when Disney buys Predator, you'll yeah. be seeing that. So they're like... It wasn't even like get off the plane. You want to come with us? Come along. <laughs> like they don't get come off. Mike's like, I gotta get the fuck off the ship. Yeah. Apparently they they fly with their doors open because he gets out. Yeah. Makes a run for it. They start tuning up the fucking spacecraft. I just I just remember Mike walking out of a tunnel covered in. Well, he first he does the fucking move where he like ah, outruns the fucking okay. explosion. Yeah. Spaceship. How where does it take off? Where because in the fucking. Bat cave. Like We've been sewer led tunnel. to assume that it's under twenty a foot high building. ceilings. Yeah, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I don't know. Did the predators build this? I, it, I is think this so. where they always land in L.A. Must be because you know the traffic's horrible in L.A. It's so horrible. you got to park on the ground unless you're unless you're Shingo. You, you can make it to Tijuana in five <laughs> fucking <Yes>. minutes. <laughs> Oh my god! So yeah, so he's like, because they want to call back to the end of the first Predator, where Schwarzenegger's covered in ash and shit. Oh, okay. So Danny's covered in ash, and then the chop, the chopper comes, and it's the it's Key's goon. He's like, "What the fuck happened, man?" Yeah, we could have had, we could have fucking revolution. We could have stopped global warming, but of course, superhero Mike had like, "No, I have to kill this fucking yep. thing." They probably wanted to work with us and shit. And then Mike's just like, don't worry, asshole. You'll get another chance. I mean, they're not wrong. They would want to work with them because Joe Rogan. Right. That's the one thing that binds us all in the universe. Exactly. The wisdom of Joe Rogan. People don't understand the significance of Joe Rogan. Well, Spotify does. Yeah. Uh. Like, we literally broadcast Joe Rogan to outer space because you know that's what's going to (laughs) bring everybody here to be friendly with us. Right, yeah. Because, I mean, Joe Rogan just speaks the truth. Yeah, he just cuts it right down the middle. He has no sides. Yeah. Just right down the middle. Yeah. He just asks questions. Exactly. And he's got Jamie there to fact check him unless... He disputes him, in which case he tells him, that's not true. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Second best podcast. Second best podcast. The first best. All right, we've learned something from you people. You like nothing better than we hate shit. (laughs) You're going to get, oh, are you going to get, you're going to get a week of fucking hate. Because you've already, if, if you're a true fan, you've already listened to our tippy tap where we talked about this piece of shit that we loathe. Oh, all right. Here's the deal. We're gonna have a new guest on next week, Phil Glass. He punished us yet rewarded us by sending us some Robert Ginty T-shirts a few oh. weeks ago. So we returned the favor by rewarding him slash punishing him by we're gonna make him do a Ginty movie with us. He picked this movie, so you can blame him if you hate it. <laughs> I want only thing I love about this movie. It's eighty seven minutes. I think that's a good. That's a good time. It's still rough. It's gonna be a rough one. Yeah. So if you love our hate episodes, you're gonna love this one. This isn't even an action movie. This is a fucking. Like I said, Phil picked it. 
It's a horror movie. <laughs> but isn't every Ginty movie a horror movie when you really think about it? it? It really is. So it is putting a hat on a hat if you have Ginty in a horror movie. Because now it's a horror horror movie. It's a, it's a horror horror bull movie. Yeah. It's called Mania or Maniac Killer. Mania or Maniac Killer. It has both titles. It's a French horror movie. And, uh, he's we'll be, allowed in France? Apparently. Well, no, he's not allowed anywhere now. He's dead. So that'll be next week's movie with brand new guests. Hope he's good. Put the pressure on you, Phil. We'll see you next week for some ginty hate. Keep it warm. <laughs>